Welcome, everyone. Thank you for joining us for today's Appraisal Buzzcast. I'm Jim Morrison, and we have a special treat today for our listeners. We'll be doing a special crossover episode with Dustin Harris, the appraiser coach. Dustin, thank you for joining us. Oh, Jim, it's so good to be with you. Thank you. It's uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Dustin is one of the original appraisal industry podcasters. I know you're the first one that I heard about the appraisal industry. So you've been doing it for a long time. So it's such an honor to have you on our podcast and what we've had, but it's always such a pleasure. Yeah, we've been, uh, believe it or not, going strong for a little over seven years, over 800 episodes at this point. I saw that. We just hit 100 and you're already over 800. (laughs) It's it's crazy. Well, they say you have to do something 10,000 times before you get good at it. So we've got a little ways to go. A couple more episodes before you hit that. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for joining us. And for our listener today, I'll be on Dustin's podcast later. But on our podcast, we'll be discussing what the steps are that appraisers can take while there's a slowdown in business. I know that the market has really dropped off with the interest rate hikes and there's not a lot going on. There's no refinancing going on. There's only a couple of things. So Dustin has some advice for you all what to do as things start to slow. Wait a second, Jim. You didn't tell me you had to come with advice. <laughs> all right. No, yeah, that was a great panic. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. What do we do now? Right. So, no, I, here's the thing, Jim. Uh, anybody that's been in this industry for any number of years, and, and I'm going on 30 years now as an appraiser, knows that the mortgage industry is by its nature cyclical. And we talk about that all the time. But honestly, when we're in what we were in in 2020 and 2021 and in the first part of 2022, right? It's it's hard to see beyond the nose on our face, which is we've got so many orders coming in that we actually don't even have time to accept them all. We can be very picky at the orders that we receive. We can be very, very picky with the fees that we have. And that's the world that we've lived in for the last two and a half years, right? And so even though for many years with my clients uh, as the appraiser coach, I've been encouraging them to diversify and get out there. And as Blaine Fyan says, dig your well before you're thirsty, right? Okay. Um, it's so hard to do that when you're just overwhelmed with work. And so now as you, as you uh, succinctly set up, we are in the opposite situation. Now, I wouldn't go so far as to say there's nothing going on in the mortgage side. There certainly is. And, and we heard from Scott Reuter uh, at the Evaluation Expo uh, this year who gave us some real numbers. And when you compare this year to last year, yeah, there's been a drop off. When you compare this year to 2019, which is really the last normal year, it's not as bad as it looks, right? Yeah. So. There's still activity out there. There's still things going on. I was just on the phone with one of my clients this morning who indicated that they are just getting slammed with HELOC appraisals right now. And uh, because a lot of people are saying, well, okay, I can't officially refinance, but I could take some money out. And if I'm only you know, paying interest on 30000 or 50000 it's a whole lot different than paying on a whole mortgage. So there is some activity out there. Uh, but your question was, what do you do when things slow down, right? Yeah. <laughs> And so that's the, I think that's the $64,000 question. And of course, you know, want to emphasize, don't wait until it slows down before you get busy. That's, that's number one. But if you're already too late to the ball game, it's not too late. I will give you an example, Jim. I've, I've got a, a mastermind student who about four months ago decided to start diversifying into private work. Now, it's not that he had not done any of that before, but he really pushed and made a focus on private work. And a lot of people say it takes a long time to build up those relationships. And you're talking years, not months before you see the fruits. And though generally 
I agree with that principle. Generally, networking relationships take a long time to build trust on. He had a lot of success right up front. Now, he worked hard for it, right? He was out with networking and speaking in front of realtor groups and reaching out to attorneys and and all of the things that you hear are important. And he had success within three months of, of starting to do that. In fact, he had so much success that he reported he had over 80% of his valuation business was coming from private work just in three months of hustling out there to get it. So it's not too late uh, to start. I completely agree with you on that. You know, there's the people like, well, it's too late now. But just as the appraisers were really busy and getting to pick their clients, like, oh, I'm going to keep doing work for this one because they treat me well. And, you know, they were the opposite is true as well. You know, mm-hmm. now that the balls are the shoes on the other foot, you know, they can say, hey, now I have all these people coming at me. I have a chance to find the best appraiser and maybe upgrade what appraiser I'm using. Yeah. Another individual I spoke to this morning uh, had had reached out to a long-term client. And this is on the lending side. uh, But this this client is more on the foreclosure side, more on the REO side, and uh, just was chatting with the the individual, their their client's uh, base. And one of the things that she mentioned to him was, it's interesting how many appraisers are now coming to us and saying, hey, we need work, we need work. And she's like, our loyalty is to the people that were doing work for us a year ago when there wasn't a lot of work to go around for us, you know, because they were focused on the REO stuff. But back to your question, there's a lot of different things that appraisers can look at. I think it's so important that appraisers need to understand and that valuation work is not just lending work. Uh, sometimes we get in that mode because a lot of us, that's the way we were raised, right? We were raised on the 1004. Uh, we were raised that 80, 90, 95% of our work was coming through the mortgage industry. Let me pause here and go off in the weeds just a second, because I need to make sure that appraisers understand what I mentioned earlier, right? This is a cyclical business. Uh, we're, as we record this, Jim, we're roughly about 7%. If you go in to get a loan right now, you're roughly about 7% interest rate on that loan, right? The Mortgage Brokers Association, the MBA is already predicting that by the end of 2023, that they expect rates will have dropped a point and a half, meaning we're down to about 5.4, 5.5. Now, that's just a prediction. We don't know for sure what's going to happen. It also obviously has a lot to do with inflation and what happens with inflation, but it also has to do with politics and who's running for what and what they want to do with this, that, and the other, right? All of this stuff plays in. My point is this. It seems scary right now when there's not a whole lot trickling in, but remember, this is a cyclical business. It continues to cycle. I've been through several cycles myself as an appraiser, and those who are new to this, they've only been in a few years. This is scary, right? But we've got to remember to step back and and know that the lending side will come back. Okay. Let me pull back out of the weeds and go back on the track I was on because you asked a question about diversification. When we talk diversification, typically we're talking about private work. So let's talk about that first. Where does an appraiser go for private work? Well, Again, private work is about relationships. It's about being found. Uh, one of the things that I teach often to my all-star team and my and my dream team member uh, members of the mastermind is your two goals with marketing, specifically with private marketing. It really also has to do with lending, but let's talk private for a second. Is number one, you have to be known. Number two, you have to be known as the expert. 
It's not enough for them to know your name. They have to trust you. And so any activity that you can do to be known and be known as the expert will help you when that work trickles in. Speaking in front of realtor groups is still a great source because, again, it accomplishes two things. You're in front of that realtor group for 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour. They get to know your name. They get to know your face. They get to know your company logo. But they also get to trust you because they hear you talk about the stuff that you know how to do. The same is true when you work with attorneys. Right. When you go and, and and get in front of attorneys and there's a lot of various ways to do that. We teach that in my coaching. Right. How do you get in front of attorneys? How do you get past the gatekeepers? How do you how do you present yourself? But once you get there, be known as the expert. Once you build those relationships and it doesn't matter if it's with attorneys or real estate agents or homeowners themselves, you get those two things accomplished. You will get work. I couldn't agree with you more, Dustin. And thanks for telling our listeners about that. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, for a commercial message, and then we'll get back. We've got some exciting product news. Cubicasta, the floor plan app, announced free floor plans are now available across the nation. The best part is it only takes five minutes at the property to complete a scan with no disto or measuring needed. In addition to the free version of floor plans now available across the U.S., Cubicasta will also be making ANSI-aligned digital GLA products for as low as $15 per scan, as well as expanded options for you to configure the product to best meet your needs. Cubicasa's GLA software can be used in all 50 states to generate ANSI-aligned floor plans with exterior measurements. To find out more or to start your free scans, visit cubicasa.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. Dustin, I was recently at the MBA in Nashville, and Danny Wiley was speaking there. And he, he, something he recommended for appraisers while everything was slowing down a little bit was taking care of your education and improving your education, not just meeting the requirements of your CE but actually using your education to improve how you do your job. So I know you have a new title at True Footage. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that and how that that could coincide with what Danny was saying? Yeah, thank you. I, I love Danny and and uh, I appreciate what he's saying as well, because I think education is super important. That's one of the reasons I'm very excited at True Footage. Uh, they've asked me to head up and be the director of appraiser education at True Footage. We're, uh, we're now the biggest appraisal company out there and uh, it is, uh, you know, continues to grow and it's an opportunity to reach more people with this idea that this principle that education is so important to the growth of a company, to the growth of individuals. And <laughs> I have to laugh, Jim, because because I think when you say when you say getting education outside your CE, that is a foreign concept to too many appraisers, right? Uh, and uh, and it's too bad because education has always been important to me. My my mother was a was an educator, uh, and I grew up in education. I I love this idea of knowledge. I have an insatiable thirst for knowledge. I'm constantly reading and listening and reaching out to experts and finding out more. And I love the fact that now as we've slowed down, and I know that can be a scary thing, right? It now gives us time to do more. It gives us time to say, you know what? There's more to education outside the CE realm. There's more to working on our business. So many appraisers now are working on their business, not in their business as much because that in their business is slowed down enough. They can start working on the back burner stuff, becoming more knowledgeable, becoming more understanding. Well, what are you talking about, Dustin? More knowledgeable about what? Well, folks, now is a perfect opportunity to diversify, right? To increase your knowledge on things that you may not have known of in the past. Have you, you know, have you become FHA certified, right? Can you study the the HUD 4000.1 handbook? 
Absolutely. What about relocation work, ERC? Could you take a class and find out how to do that kind of work? Green energy. Um, There's so many things out there that a lot of appraisers haven't needed to touch because they've been so busy with just the normal 1004. Now is a perfect time to get their education, become more knowledgeable so that when things pick back up, they've got more niches that they can uh, that they can do work in. I know it's a really huge step and some appraisers don't ever want to go down that path. But I mean, if you have ever thought about being a commercial appraiser, now would be there's a lot of work that's required to take all those classes. But now would be the time to do it where you can take a step into that. I've got two mastermind students that last week announced, and these are two independent mastermind students that uh, in, that, that called me and, and let me know the good news that they have started their SRA. They've always wanted to do it. And they said, you know, both of them, independent of one another, said, you know, it's finally slowed down enough that I feel like I can actually put in the work. Awesome, right? I mean, all of these education goals that we might have had in the past that we felt so overwhelmed with the avalanche of volume, now is the time to take advantage of those goals. Absolutely. We have one more commercial break and then we'll be right back. The Dictionary of Real Estate Appraisal 7th Edition is a landmark text that reflects the depth and breadth of appraisal knowledge. Each entry, definition, and reference has been painstakingly researched and designed to reflect an expert understanding of issues that currently impact the profession. The new dictionary is an essential authoritative resource for all appraisers. To purchase, visit appraisalinstitute.org slash dictionary7. Welcome back, everyone. So, Dustin, we get a lot of feedback on our articles about what's coming up and the future of the industry and training. And especially as stuff has slowed down, a lot of people are like, why would I train somebody else when I don't have enough work for myself? So why do I need to train competition right now? So what would you say to that person? I would say, why buy Bitcoin when it's $2, right? (laughs) I mean, coulda, woulda, shoulda. When you look back down the road... Do you wish that you had taken advantage of certain things? There's an old saying, Jim, that if everybody's walking north, walk south, right? Look at the way the masses are going and take advantages of opportunities on the other side by going the opposite direction. And I think this is a perfect example. The the storm, if you will, that we find ourselves in of higher, higher interest rates, lower appraisal volume. What a great opportunity to now take advantage of something that we know. And I've mentioned several times already today, right? And I'm going to mention it here again. Guess what, folks? Valuation, mortgage industry, it's a cyclical industry. We know for a fact it's going to come back because it always has. We just don't know when. But why not take advantage of an opportunity right now to to bring in an individual who is hungry, who wants to be a part of this profession, who can benefit you, right? I am, Jim, I'll just be honest with you. I'm not a big fan of people just, quote unquote, giving back to the industry and just training because it's the right thing to do. The reason I'm not a big fan of that is it doesn't happen very often. People shouldn't just train because it, quote unquote, is the right thing to do. Now, it may be the right thing to do, but it also needs to be the right thing to do for your business, right? It needs to be profitable. Otherwise, it's not going to be long-term. It's not going to be a win-win for either one of you. So a lot of appraisers might be stepping back and saying, well, things are slow. Why would I train when things are slow when I can barely meet my own mortgage? And the answer to that is in preparation for what's going to come. Now is a perfect opportunity when things are slower because you now have the time and the energy and the expertise to put into somebody new, train them so that when things do come back, you are in a position to benefit both of you from that opportunity. Well, thanks, Dustin. I really appreciate that. I hope our listeners take what you say. Uh, this has been absolutely enlightening. And I know that as it's slower, this is their chance to build on their business. So we really appreciate your input and help today. 
It has been a pleasure to be here, Jim. It's good to see you, and it's good to be on the Appraisal Buzz. Thank you for the invitation. All right. I look forward to seeing you soon on your podcast. Can't wait, my friend. Thanks to our sponsors and thanks to our listeners for joining us today. If you have any comments or would like to be included in a future Buzzcast, reach out to us at info at appraisalbuzz.com. Thanks and have a great day.